live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author of the book Paycheck to Purpose, host of the Ken Coleman Show, where he talks about your career, your work, all the time, every day, is my co-host today. So you want to talk about those subjects, he's here for you, and uh, I'll try to stumble around and cover some of it, too. The phone number is 888-825-5225. The call and the advice is free, and some say it's worth exactly what you pay for it. Dana is with us in Pittsburgh. Hey, Dana, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, so excited. Well, we're excited. How can we help? Well, I recently, first off, I watch you all the time. You, Rachel, Dr. John, George, love you guys. You've saved my life in many ways. Thank you so much. I truly respect all of you. Well, thank you. Um, absolutely. So I saw something the other day that said, poor people use debit cards. Rich people use credit cards. I don't have any credit cards. I don't have any debt. Mm-hmm. I have great investments. I have money saved up. I only have living expenses. I have a great job. Mm-hmm. I don't have any credit cards. Should I? Well, I don't know who Should said I that. I guess I, it sounds like you ought to stay off of TikTok. <laughs> yeah. You didn't see that at a Cracker Barrel, did you? No, you didn't see it at Cracker Barrel. I you, promise you, you, you did. You, yeah, you wouldn't have seen it there. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't have seen it where actual rich people hang out or actual poor people hang out. Yeah, so I don't know. It sounded to me like they got that exactly backwards. My net worth is several hundred million, and I hadn't had a credit card in 30 years, so I don't know where they got that. Okay, so, but then don't I need a credit card to, like, rent a rental car? Uh, or use I, it? I haven't a had a credit card? card. I haven't had a credit card in 30 years. And, really? I tra- and I travel more than any two of you put together. So, um, okay. yeah, they, they take a debit card. I mean, you have to work some of the situations you have to work at. Not every uh, uh, of the uh, rent a car companies take them, no. And there are some situations where you have to do a workaround on it. But it's not th- this idea that you, you know, so here, here's the thing people get credit cards for mainly one reason so they can buy crap they don't have the money to buy. Right. And then they justify it going, well, I need to build my credit. That's what they say. Because that's what okay, rich so people do. P- rich people build their credit. Bull crap. All the rich people that we interview say they st- get out of debt and stay out of debt. And that's right. how they got rich. They don't pay payments all the time. Because, see, there's only one way to build your credit, go in debt, right? Right. Why? So you can build your credit. Why? So I can go into debt. Why? So I can build my credit. Why? So I can go into debt. Why? So I can build my credit. It's a dog chasing its tail. It's called the great FICO scam. So that, that, that's my, I haven't had a FICO credit? score in 30 years. Really? Yeah, really. Mine's, mine's uh, that they said I don't exist. I'm not here. I'm off the grid. Wow. Because I don't have any okay, credit. Well, I, I don't have any. Then. I have had no interaction with debt in well over 30 years of any kind. And so I have zero on my credit bureau report, so I have a zero credit score. They, they say it's indeterminable. I call it zero. Hmm. Right. Dana, what do you think you need credit for? What do you think you need a credit score for right now? If I want to buy a house one day. Mm. Not true. You'd no? have to talk to George Campbell. He bought a house with zero credit score. And he got a mortgage, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he did it with manual underwriting, it's called, with Churchill Mortgage. And got the same okay. interest rate that people with an 800 score would have gotten. But you know wow. what George did, don't you? 
They turn around and paid the house off. And so at 32 right. years old, he and Whitney are millionaires. So, you know, that's, that, awesome. that's what they did. And, and it wasn't because he makes a bazillion dollars here, because I don't pay that good. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do. But George was George got it paid off before he started making bank. So yeah. there you go. But anyway. <laughs> and Whitney. Whitney makes up. The, oh, yeah. Know, Two good incomes there. That's it. But anyway, they, uh, yeah. So, no, Dana, the, it's a scam. And whoever said that, I mean, listen, you got to be careful where you take financial advice. Broke people walk around all the time with financial advice. Don't take financial advice from broke people. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. Don't, you know, your broke finance professor in college is telling you how you need to do stuff. And he's got no money. A broke finance professor is like a shop teacher with missing fingers. Mm. I mean, come on. Yeah. There's issues here. So, yeah. All right. Open phones, folks, at 888-825-5225. You know, Ken, what's interesting is if you look around, you say, okay, the vast majority of the population is something I don't want to be. Yeah. Then don't do what they're doing. That's right. The vast majority of them look good and have no money. Mm -hmm. They have cars they can't afford, vacations that they're still paying for after they got home. Their net worth is horrible. They're counting on the government to provide for them when they get to retirement because they're not saving for retirement. Their children are a student loan looking for a place to happen because they're not saving for college. This is normal in America. 78% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. That means 78% of Americans are not worthy to give out financial advice because they're freaking broke. So when your broke friends have an opinion, just smile. Yeah. No, thank you. That'd be like me having an opinion on growing hair on my head. Yeah. Yeah. That'd right. be dumb. Yeah. I mean, if I, you know, there's none up there. Well, you could be an expert on what not to do. Yeah, but I don't even know what caused it. I know, other than, you, you know, it's I, can, DNA. I can claim it's yeah. DNA. So here's what's going on, Dave. We live in I a world. I can claim it's going broke. That's I can right. claim my hair right. fell out for a lot of reasons. But at the end of the day, I'm not good at growing it on the top of my head. So you should not take my right. hair on top of your head advice. So here's what I want people to hear. Just because it's marketed so heavily and everybody else has bought it, doesn't mean it's true. We have marketing messages that have been going on for decades. You pick an area of life where you see a commercial, let's take the the, uh, prescription drugs. They are marketing these things are good for you, but the list of side effects are longer than the actual thing it's helping. And but they market it with these happy, ebullient people in the commercial. The commercial is the disclaimer. You know, Let's just know. Okay, and so yeah. it's it's marketing. And so, you know, it, we've got to understand that it's been marketed to you that you need a credit score. It has been marketed Debt over and over. It's the and most over. aggressively marketed product by time spent on the air, yeah. dollars spent on advertising of any product in history of humans. That's exactly right. MasterCard, Visa, and American Express's combined marketing budget is billions a year. Mm-hmm. It's way more than beer. Right. It's way more than, I don't know, cars. Put all the car companies together. It's a tenth of what the credit card, just the credit, just the three credit card companies. I'm not talking about people like Sofi, who also advertised to get you into debt, or other people like this. It's nothing like that. I mean, you, Bank of America, God help us. You know, I mean, put all those budgets together to get you into debt. Oh, my God. It is the most marketed product in the history of the world. And guess what? It's also the most purchased. 
That's why this show is so popular, because people are up their eyeballs and can't breathe. Highest percentage, Dave, of all time of six-figure earners that are living paycheck to paycheck, and it's largely credit card debt. Man, when I was a kid, if you made $100,000 a year, you were automatically rich. Yeah. Now you're just automatically in debt. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Thank you for joining us, America. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. The question of the day is brought to you by Neighborly, your hub for home services. Spring is here, and Neighborly can help keep your home and yard in top shape. With the ground skies, Mosquito Joe, Lawn Pride, Molly Maid, and more. So spend time enjoying your home, not working on it. Go to Neighborly.com and find the service pros in your area. All right, today's question comes from Clark in Los Angeles. Clark writes, we have $3,600 in our bank account, but my wife wants to join a six-week MLM training course for $10,000. It's her way or the highway on this? She was approved for a $5,000 credit card, and she applied for a $2,000 loan with our bank. The deposit on the course is $3,000, which she would take from our checking, leaving us with $600 in the bank. Then there's the payment plan. She's already been doing MLM for four years, which we have made zero profit on. Am I crazy to be mad about her on this matter? I need your help. Dave, I'm actually mad for Clark. Like, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. This is somebody who's out of control. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Out of um, control. Yeah. And and the, the... one of the most aggravating things about people that get into MLMs, not everyone, but, but, but some people that get in it, they take on this cult like thing to where if you're not in it, then you must be stupid. And if you don't understand what I'm doing, then you're an idiot. Uh, because only people that are smart do, I mean, all the smart people do this stuff. And if you don't understand, and they actually, some of the MLMs really, some of the hierarchies within certain MLMs will push that mentality we caught mary Kay about 15 years ago i don't know if they still do it or not they were telling ladies to uh use their credit card to buy the stuff and not tell their husband they're telling them from the stage to lie to their husband yikes and i'm like man that's some bad medicine right there ladies Mm -hmm. you guys are you guys are freaks this is nutty that's total greed run amok well that's looking in your checking account you're yeah. $6,400 off. Yeah. Like I, when Clark, I first every, everything this, you've mentioned says that, um, that, that this entire plan is stupid. Okay. It's out of control and the, but juiced up with a wife that says, uh, I'm doing this because this is my way, even though there's absolutely no track record in four years that she's ever made any money doing it. And there's no, there, there's no way to get this money. They might get this $2,000 loan, but, I mean, the exposure to the whole family over this deal. Yeah, and she's she's putting everyone's 
putting aside common sense. She's putting aside good financial decisions. Her marriage fidelity. She's putting aside her uh, her husband's wishes. She's putting aside the good of her own family, all for her to chase this greed. And this is greed. Make no mistake. Oh, yeah. Because this is, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to be able to buy a yacht. I'm going to live the dream, as the MLM people say. And so uh, that, that, that is straight-up greed. And when you and when you push everyone, including common sense, good financial sense, your husband's wishes, the good of your family, aside for your selfish greed, you are a mess. You're a hot mess, lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're messed up. So now, what does Clark do? I think you guys have got to see a marriage counselor. I, I think instantaneously because I I always tell couples, man, you be real careful with my way or the highway. My way or the highway, because people choose the highway. That's exactly right. And use that for very, very rare circumstances. And um, she pulled it on an MLM training course. <laughs> like, that's, that's like, that's that's like going, that's a pretty big waste of that set of ammunition. It's like being in Vegas and they, you're playing Texas Hold'em and they give you a two and a six and you're just like, I'm all in. Like, that's a bold move with this. <laughs> um, so, Dave, I, just to. Just because Clark's the only one we got here, right? Yeah. She's not a part of this conversation. Well, if he has outlined it correctly. They got serious issues. They, they, there's no question they got serious issues. This also feels like a power play. And sometimes there's power plays because people have lost their mind. They're just, they're jerks, they're nuts. They bought into something that is a cult and they can't see the forest for the trees. Sometimes people smash the other side of the teeter totter because somebody else in the marriage has been holding it down for so long and so long and so long and so long. And so, Clark, if that's you, if you have completely wrapped this house up in this is my way or the highway, and she finally says enough, this is my way or the highway, um, then that's something you need to put on the table. You but, may have reaped what you've sown. There you go. But <laughs> if not, brother, I'm sorry. Um, I would go see somebody this week, and if she won't go, you need to go by yourself because it looks like y'all are heading in completely different directions. Yeah. This marriage does not last. Absolutely not. Without help. Nope. This does not help. It does not last, okay? Because she's she's ready to burn the place down for a dream that has absolutely no underpinning whatsoever. And um, she's ready to burn your family, burn you, burn the finances, burn everything, burn the marriage all over a training course for MLM. Does that not sound like the dumbest thing you ever heard in your life? I'm getting ready to end every part of my life that's positive for that. That that. Let me tell you, if you're in an MLM and you're recommending that your people downline do that, you should have your butt kicked up around your neck and wear it like a collar. You really should have somebody talk to you. You're hurting people. You're hurting people. You are a manipulative, unbelievable jerk, and you've got to stop that. And you're the reason that people hate MLMs is people like you that do that. Now, I actually know a few human beings in MLMs that are reasonable human beings. Absolutely. And they don't think I'm going to hell because I'm not in their MLM. It's not a cult, you know? They believe in their products. They believe in their products, and it's their method of selling it, and I'm not mad at them. That's not the point. The point is that something about the MLM culture generates ever so often a company or a hierarchy within a company that promotes this kind of crap. Well, it goes back to what I think it makes me think of like Blockbuster. They made their money when their customers lost. They made their money on late fees, and – they needed their customer to fail so that they could make their money, not the other way around. If you're teaching people, I lie to your husbands, then you are making your money off 
a marriage is going to fall apart. You're making money off deception. You're making money off hurting people, and there will be an end game to your business. Yep. You have to be about how can we help you, not how can we lie to you. What's the long play? Absolutely. Yeah. How does everyone end up more whole, healthy, and prosperous when we're done? Otherwise, your business will go yeah. if it's not about helping people. Yeah. So I'll give you an example, all right? Uh, to go to Entree Leadership Master Series, I think the tickets are gone for Platinum for uh, April of next year. Okay, there'll be about 3,000 people there. There'll be some of the top speakers in the world and teachers in the world. I'm very, very proud of what we will be doing. But to sit in a platinum seat is just under $10,000. If you call me up and you say the way you're going to go to platinum, as good as platinum is, and it, it might be in the platinum experiences, and as good as Entree Leadership Master Series is, might be the best leadership conference in America today. Bar none. I mean, I'm so proud of what we do there. We just completed one. You got high marks on your speaking on your speaking there. It's absolutely incredible. Dr. Jordan Peterson, Willie Robertson were there with us, and Malcolm Gladwell were there with us. It was an incredible, incredible event. And we had guys on the front row that paid almost ten thousand dollars a piece to be sitting there in that platinum section. If you call me up and you say the way you're gonna come and sit in the platinum section at Entree Leadership, as proud as I am of it, and as I know it's worth every dime, is that you're going to clean out your bank account down to $600 and you're going to go against your spouse's wishes, I'm going to tell you, I don't want you as a customer. And you're borrowing 7,000. Yeah. You need to yeah. stay home. Absolutely. You don't, I do not want your money. You need to stay home. Cause I don't want your marriage's blood on my I, I don't, I don't, yeah. this is not what I do. Right. I don't do. I mean, I, I sell something like a $10,000 weekend is my point. Yeah. And never one time have we knowingly accepted a situation like this and encouraged this is the way to get $10,000 out of somebody. Nope. Nope. Don't need the money that bad, boys and girls. I got to sleep later. It's not that hard a life, you know? This is just wrong. So, honey, Clark, get your marriage counselor. Because when your wife says my way or the highway on anything, this is known as a flare was just shot up off the deck of the boat. Warning, warning. And that boat is going down. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author. My daughter is my co-host today. Be sure and check her and George out. The uh, Smart Money Happy Hour has a uh, once-a-week podcast drop. It drops on Thursday, right? Yes, every so Thursday. New episodes. Every Thursday. If you want to figure out what these two are drinking, I mean, uh, what their <laughs> advice is, you can find we it out there. do mocktail and cocktail, so you get both. Yeah, I, I just, I'm a little, I saw on social media, I don't see much on social media, but I was thumbing through my Insta. What do you call that? The gram? What no, do you call it? you're right. It's the Insta. It's the gram. Keep going. The gram. So and there's a little kid 
10 years old. Yeah. Drinking <laughs> the mocktail okay, that you all taught him to make. Oh, on it's probably a fun Smart Money Happy summer. Hour. So I think you're causing juvenile delinquency. That's what I'm thinking. It's probably muddled, there was no alcohol in it. It was probably muddled strawberries. It was with the, some no, it was the one with like a, a. It was like a float. It had like ice cream. Oh or something yeah, like. I mean we yeah we have yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Listen, you need something I, I just, fun. I think you're causing problems while with the you youth talk of about pop culture and money. And hey, we get we get messages all the time that six year olds, seven year olds love the show, and even like eighty year olds love and the show. And you're teaching them to drink. We got no, we're not. <laughs> we're not teaching them to drink. <laughs> Listen, it's not a show about drinking people. I'm just kidding. It's okay? a happy they hour They do have show. a drink of the day, and it's because it's happy hour. Yeah, and sometimes it's happy it has hour. alcohol. So check it out. It's, <laughs> it's always fun. fun and funny because George and Rachel are, if anything, they're fun. If anything, they're always fun. Brings so be sure fun. to check it out. I think somebody wishes we talked about money a little bit more and a little less fun sometimes, but we have a lot of fun. It, it's kind of in the title Smart Money happy hour there's that yeah okay so i'm just just holding you accountable to that that's all open phones at 888-825-5225 madison is in des moines iowa hi madison how are you hey good thanks for having me guys sure what's up um so my question is i have a camper that i'm renting out and making good money on um but we're living in a dumpy house and we got a lot of debt that we need to tackle so should i sell that camper and make uh, get like $15,000 back plus get rid of that loan debt and put that on my current debt or should I move my family into the camper and um, kind of use that as our uh, use it as a way to decrease our expenses okay I, I'm a little bit unclear how you rent out campers for money what's going on to explain that to me yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some great uh, websites that you can go. It's kind of like an Airbnb. Oh, so and, it's, it's like um, a camper Uber. Okay. That's right. Yeah. So okay. I just uh, drop it off to people and they rent it for a weekend or something. Hmm. My God, what will they come up with next? Okay. I didn't know. Yeah. I, I'm just learning something. <laughs> okay. So what is it? Do, how, how much do you make on that? I'm just curious. I'm going to tell you to sell it anyway, but how much do you make on it? I've been making about a grand a week, which has been nice extra cash for us. What's it worth? The camper is worth forty three thousand. How much do you owe but on I it? I owe twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand. Every week you're making a thousand dollars. Every week that it's rented, I would say. Oh well, no kidding. How many weeks it, is so. it rented? Uh, most weeks, I probably at least three weeks a a month. And is that is that year round though, Madison, or is that just because of the summer? Just because of the summer. Okay. I have been looking into okay. uh, shipping. So you're it not making $52,000 a year, $1,000 a week. You're making $20,000 a year. Yes. Okay. All right. Um, that's helpful yeah. because I was about to just have a coronary over here. About to go on a camper business. But anyway, the um, <laughs> no, yeah, sell it. I, listen, you're not in a position to be in the camper investment Airbnb business. You're broke. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you already knew. I just said how, it more bluntly. How much debt do you guys have, Madison, total? Combined with me and my husband, we have about 140000 in On debt. what? Um, uh, we have a, a business that we started, and that's been doing really well. But to, the startup cost for that was uh, we have about 15000 left on that. We have a vehicle. I have student loans. Um, how much you owe on the vehicle? The vehicle, about 40000 What do you owe on the student loans? 
45,000. Okay. And how uh, much do you guys make a year? Uh, about 144,000. And then the, and then you owe 20 on the camper. 25 on the camper. 25 on the camper. That gets us to 140. Okay. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And your household income's what? 144,000. And you're in a dumpy house? Yeah, we are renting because uh, we moved back from Florida, weren't sure what to do with the business, but we really need to have a place that we have the business at home because it's so uh, inconvenient right now. Uh, the house is is not in the best shape, not in the best neighborhood. And how so long? You, 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 you don't have two years tax returns on the business though, do you? I don't have uh, my tax returns. The CPA that I hired to no, do No, I mean, you haven't had the business two so. years, have you? I have. It's in the third year right now. Okay. Did you make enough in the two years on your tax returns when you do get them done to take them to the mortgage company and get a mortgage for a house? Yes. Okay. So if you sold the camper and you tore into the debt and knocked out the debt and then saved up a down payment, you, you, sold could, the car. you could, and you sold a car, you could be debt free, yeah. um, in less than a year and start talking about buying a house. Yes. So how's that, how's, how's that sound? That we're at now. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Okay. Yeah, Madison, if I were you guys, yeah. I would just sell like sell whatever you can. Sell the camper, sell the car, like all that stuff you can yeah. rebuy both later. Cats. Sell both cats. But it's like, just get rid of stuff. And I mean, obviously the, the student loan and the business loan, those are still going to be around, but knock those two out. And yeah, and I think you guys are going to be in a totally different position. I think it's a good just mental exercise for you guys. Here's just to thing. get you've yeah. been carrying around all this stuff that's equated to carrying around debt and just getting rid of some of it i think it's going to bring you a lot of peace Madison. it's kind of a minimalism move for yeah. you guys yeah and and yeah. and and you're the thing is you're just entrepreneurial and you see something shiny and you jump on it yeah and that's how the camper thing happened and then oh and then i could go over and do this and i can do that and i could do this and then all of a sudden your life got real cluttered yeah and that's exactly right well yeah. the camper we bought because we moved into it and we were living in it for a while, and then we have three kids. That didn't work. Um, so we decided the we adventure need a house, was over. But now yeah. we're in the house, and that's not working either. So, yeah. well, let's let's have a one year to eighteen month plan to be one hundred percent debt free with an emergency fund and a down payment, because mm-hmm. you're making really good money and get real focused with a mm-hmm. budget to do all this, and then sell everything in sight. Sell so much stuff the kids think they're next, and really get in gear here, and let's get this stuff done. Rachel's exactly right. That's what I would do, because I can see what the thing is that that with the the cluttered approach, the chaotic approach that you've used to money so far has kind of made you feel like you're never going to get there. And we can see the numbers where you're really going to get there very fast if you take these dramatic moves. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think it's just going to it's going to bring you guys a level of peace and control that you just haven't had, Madison. I mean, but of 140, 80 K is a camper in a car. Right. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, it's, it's amazing just like removing some of that, you know, and then you put your life on top of medicine with three kids and you guys are working, you're starting a business. I mean, you guys have a lot of moving pieces in your life anyways. And so just simplifying and getting stuff out, I think is going to feel really cleansing to you guys in more ways than just the financial. I think it's really going to be helpful. And then, and then working a plan and being intense on that plan, seeing progress and goals, you guys are really goal oriented. So you're going to start to feel that traction and I, yeah, I think you guys are going to kill it. I mean, yeah. I think you're going to do great.
Yeah, that's very good. You, you really got the potential if you just, but you're going to have to yep. make some pretty dramatic shifts here yep. in the short term to get your long-term goals. But I mean, visualize three years from now, you're living in a nice home with a 15-year fixed where the payment's no more than a fourth of your take-home pay, your business is continuing to grow, and you've got no debt other than that. I can breathe that in, and that feels like a better life. And that's not that's worth that's worth no camper, no car. Yes. And that's not out of reach, Madison. That no, dream that's, that's, for three that, years, like that's that's com- reality. That's completely doable. Yep, absolutely. Mathematically, with the math you gave us, that's doable. But you guys gotta line up and get after it. You gotta bust it. And if you do that, then this'll this'll work for you. Good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, thank you for calling in. Man, I love people. I just learned something every day on this show. Dave's like, make money renting out a camper? Well, I'm thinking. Should I? $42,000 camper, and you're getting $1,000 a week. In 42 months, you paid for the thing. I mean, it's 42 it, it weeks you paid for It is an amazing world we live in of what you can you rent out. For the thing. Even but, rent out but your car. But it doesn't stay rented. I mean, you rent out everything. It took Makes me a minute money. to get to the bottom of the business pro forma. But yeah, okay. Anyway, this is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Matthew 634. Therefore, do not do, be anxious about tomorrow for... Tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Winston Churchill said, It is a mistake to try to look too far ahead. The chain of destiny can only be grasped one link at a time. Never heard that from Churchill. Interesting. Very cool. The dude had a way of words, didn't he? He's a wordsmith. (laughs) Aspen is in College Station, Texas. Hi, Aspen. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call and all you guys are doing. Thank you. How can we help? Um, So I have kind of an interesting question. My husband is currently in school to be a veterinarian. He graduates in 10 months. We own our house um, debt-free except the mortgage, except he will be getting student loans hitting him right when we um, leave. So when we sell our house, we will have about 130 in equity after the sale. And he'll owe about 160. I was wondering if it would be okay to use about 40,000 of that 130 as a down payment on a house for when we move. Um, how much student loan debt does he have? 160. And, and we are currently paying on it. And I believe we'll be about at 140 by the time and you get 140 out of the house so you could be clear if you if you just wait to buy a house yes i I would i would be clear of the student loans okay that's not what you wanted to hear but i would be no because i think (laughs) i I think that here's what's going to happen okay you're coming out of school you're resetting everything in your mind you're resetting everything in your life all the math in your life is changing You're going from being a student, piling up debt, to clearing debt, and starting to have some serious money. And uh, do you know where he's going to be working yet? Has he got that lined up? Yes. So he's already signed a contract, and he will start off at 130. I am currently working full-time, so we're living off my salary right now, which is more than enough. How much is your salary? 95. And it'll be the same when you move? Um, it'll likely be a little bit higher. I'm lined up for a promotion, hopefully, in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll be closer to 110. So Fantastic. you guys are going to be making a quarter of a million dollars with not a debt in the world. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying rent That's for a year, cool. rent for a year, and pile up a huge pile of cash 
and then go buy something. You will buy something different than you would stealing this 40000 away from the student loan debt and trying to squeak into a house to go from house to house instead of renting for one year. You're moving to a new market. You'll know the market better. You can take your time in the purchase. You'll have the income stabilized. Your lives will be stabilized. You're going to do a lot better real estate deal, a lot more accurate real estate deal for the next five years than you will do if you do what you're thinking. But Understood. That's a great point. Yeah, but your friends are going to think you're crazy. <laughs> they already think we're crazy. Yeah, it's okay. That's okay. They're broke. And understand, your <laughs> your parents may say the same thing. Oh, you guys need to put a down payment. But let me tell you something. When we moved, I had three little ones. Uh, they were all, let's see, eight, mm, call it six and and five when we moved here nine years ago. And Stacy and I rented for two years because we wanted to save up a larger down payment. And two, we wanted to get a lay of the land and figure out where we were going to plant here. And so yeah. it's, it is not unwise to rent. Can I just tell you, it gives you options. For a short period of time. Yeah, short period of time. And right. two is on the long end, but it worked for us. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like I'm saying, one year here, you're going to know the market better. You'll take your time in the purchase. You'll you'll make a much better purchase. And your brain is going to be in a different place mm-hmm. making a quarter of a million than it was vet school and 90. So true. And, it, you know, you'll adjust. You'll go, okay, this is the right. You, you're going to make a better house decision that's more forward-looking than jumping to jumping. Yeah. And, and um, but, but. Everybody's so strung out about real estate. I love real estate, and I want you to be a homeowner, but I want you to do it the right way. Lee is with us, or Leah, in uh, Boston. Hi, Leah. How are you? Yes. Hi. How are you? Thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Um, I am 43. I just turned 43, and I am thinking of going back to school for my NP, um, nurse practitioner. Um, and I just became actually, this is all my second career being a nurse. Um, and, um, I'm thinking about how to pay for it. It's about 50 grand. Um, and I could pay outright for it. Um, however, my income when I'm in school, though it's part-time will go down a little bit as well because I won't be working as much. Um, so I can pay for it, but in my mind, I get scared to do that and I'm more tempted to take out loans. So you, loans. you feel like it, you'll be more secure going into debt than you would be secure with a little less money. You're wrong. <laughs> I know I'm wrong. <laughs> I know I'm wrong. That's the thing. I just, <laughs> you know, I'm also, I'm also, I'm, I'm also a mom. Um, I have one 12 year old. Uh-huh. Um, Doesn't change a thing. And you know, how much money, how much money yeah. have you got in the bank, Leah? Um, I have about like two ninety five. Yeah. And, and you're going to spend, <laughs> and you're going to spend what on the, on the, uh, the nurse practitioner? 50, 50. About 50, give or a little, probably a little bit over 50. But You realize how rent, ridiculous the question, the numbers you just gave me are, don't you? No, but my The difference in 295 and 250. Right. 245. My, in terms of taking care of a 12-year-old is laughable. But. If you burn through 245, a, you're going to burn through 295. I love this back and forth. You've gone to the butt three times and Dave's interrupted you. I got to hear this butt. What is the butt? 
but I have, you know, expenses. My rent is, is expensive. Are you a princess die? You know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Quarter of a million dollars of expenses? Well, no. I mean, I have, you know, I, I am, I... I had I made a lot more money before this career. Now I've gone down because I hated my job before, right. and now I love my job, but it came at a okay. Cost. So Leah, hold on one second. Let's look at how much what are it? you going to make less as you're going into school? How much less will you make? Have you got that figured out as take home? How's it going to change? Um, I well, I used to make over three hundred thousand. No, that's not what we're talking about. Um, no, you said you, you used to make, make eight million, but that doesn't matter. What do you make now? That's going to go down. Yeah, I I bring home about um, between seven and eight thousand a month. Okay. And you would um, instead you'll be bringing home how much? Yeah, um, I would say about probably six. Okay, so two thousand a month. That's twenty four thousand dollars. Right. Can you adjust your lifestyle to where that's not stressing you out? Well, pull twenty four thousand out of your two ninety five. There's that. And pull too. fifty out of your two ninety five. Right, and keep everything exactly like it is right now, and go to school without borrowing money. You do not need to borrow money. It's insanity with your numbers. There's also there's also the, the okay. The, you need to go borrow money. You should go deeply in debt. I'm tired of arguing <laughs> with you. You should go deeply in debt and see if you can bankrupt yourself. Yeah. Oh my God, woman! How many times have I got to argue with you? This is nuts. <laughs> She's fighting hard for that loan right now. I'm, I'm, desperate, I'm desperate to go into student loan debt. Well, go at it, lady. Go at it. That's what you need to do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How in the world? You're sitting on $300,000 cash, and your biggest worry is a $24,000 shortfall and a 12-year-old. Jeez. You, you're okay. Yeah. You're okay. Because she didn't get – you didn't get there – with, with being crazy and undisciplined to stack that kind of cash away you, she got there because she had a huge income bigger she than this did before. but she still saved it you know it's not like she's gonna just blow this cash yeah. but no we don't borrow money to preserve a savings account so no 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 how many times i gotta say this no no Ken, good show today. <laughs> Thank you, sir. That was fun. Austin, Ben, James, Zach, and Andrew in the booth. Well done, guys. <laughs> well done. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey, it's Ken. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey baby steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.